0: Welcome to Emergence Care Conversations. For more information about Emergence care, please visit our Facebook page or go to EmergenceCare.com. Welcome, and today we're talking with Dr. Stephen T. Garden, the developer of Emergence Care, a revolutionary healing modality that has made a big difference in my life. How are you today, Stephen? Hey Jeff, I'm great. Thanks. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing well, and I'm excited because we're going to talk about uh, something that uh, well people see a video on the emergency care site. Of you, uh, you've seen this video uh, of of you moving your hands around, and the woman on the table, she does some movement, and Mm -hmm. um, we kind of lump that under the uh, the term kundalini. So I thought we'd dig into kundalini today and uh, just discuss it a little bit and find out really what's going on when that movement's body starts to undulate on the table. How does that sound?
1: That's great. You All know, right. when, when that video was recorded, that was, oh, I don't know, 2011 or 12, something like that. And I intentionally kept the lid on it, so to speak, from mm-hmm. doing that, that video. Because I didn't want to blow people's minds, and I cannot tell you how many people I've met who have said, whoa, I saw that video and you freaked me out. Hmm. So that wasn't the intent. Again, I'm wanting to keep it cool, because I know it can be pretty provocative stuff to see that, and I'm very used to this. It, it doesn't flip me out, it doesn't blow my mind. This movement and kundalini, they are they're more natural than breathing really it's it's a temporary experience of of what we are it's not foreign it's not something external or outside of us it's not something above us it's what we are and jeff here's a really far out idea kundalini doesn't develop it doesn't it doesn't exist somewhere outside of us God is not outside of us. Kundalini is, it's every bit, it's inside of us, and it requires an immense amount of effort to
0: dissociate it. From our awareness. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 Steven. No, no, no. Uh, you know, there is a whole industry called Kundalini Yoga that says that you've got to move, sit your body down, and you've got to be in a certain position, and you've got to breathe, and that coiled snake at the top of your butt there is going to mm-hmm. rise up and connect things. You're right. saying that's not what happens?
1: Well, these are lovely little rituals that we perform and these are rituals that are paying homage to a very old religiosity and spiritual tradition it's just a belief system Jeff the idea is that kundalini is a coiled serpent and you know and it is very specific how it's described and it, with which chakra it's associated and how it rises up through the nadis and pierces the crown chakra and what happens when you know and you know what many people have had kundalini activate and it does activate, it does seem to move up through the nadis in the subtle body, surrounding the physical body, and it will go through crown chakra. And I've seen a lot of people do a lot of far-out stuff, and I've yet to see one person walk away from the experience enlightened. I've yet Hmm. to see one person maintain the non-ordinary state of consciousness that's associated with the physical movement of kundalini, i've not seen one person maintain it i've seen people's personalities myself included seen my personality changed by the experience but i also see that my my personality has a lot of uh, it, it a lot of memory and it wants to go back to what it already was and so unless or until a person's personality is reabsorbed into higher self kundalini is just a temporary transient phenomenon and to me it's it's not, a, it's not a means. It's not an end. It's, it's neither. It's a signpost along the way that says, ah, okay, you've, you've gone to a certain level where now you can actually begin to do a lot more serious, if you will, work, spiritual work, whatever that is. There's, there's an access to something in your
0: mind now. But what are you going to do with it? kundalini that was my experience uh even before emergence care and even before i did a lot of energy type focused work um i would have tremors i would have shakes uh when certain feelings thoughts experiences happened Mm -hmm. it was scary stuff you know because i didn't know what it was and there's a, a gentleman in Boulder, uh, uh, Ravi Daikama, who talks about kundalini problems because it is scary to people. And, you know, and I and I went and I, I, I watched him and there were 15 or 20 people in the room that were experiencing exactly what I was experiencing. And we were like, what is this stuff? And uh, he showed us and he showed us exactly what our bodies did by showing us with his body and Mm -hmm. that's something fascinating to me is that people who've never met each other can their body can have the exact same movements when they experience uh, kundalini in their physical body yeah
1: Um, you know kundalini is a cross-cultural transpersonal experience and there's there was a a religious sect in france in the 1700s called the called Jansenists and is described as a Jansenist movement and their leader um, died quite suddenly and the entire group of people of which there were thousands went into this writhing that by the way went on for oh more more than 10 years and while they were uh, while they were experiencing what they called this writhing sensation um, and this is all in, in the historical record. In fact, it's described quite lovely, quite beautifully in a book called The Holographic Universe by a, a, an author named Talbot, that these people were often beaten, tortured, hit with sledgehammers, um, lit on fire, and while they were experiencing this movement of kundalini, they were impervious to physical harm. and. Some, and there's a there's a, a friend of Kundalini metaphorically in the Eastern account. It's something called bhakti, and bhakti is devotion. The Jansenist movement was a very much a bhakti movement. It was very uh, put your heart and soul into it. Very devout, you know. you, you, you re, it was really uh, it, was, it was devotional, and that mixed that really seems to open up the doorway, if you will, to Kundalini as well as, well as many other things. Um, but this Kundalini thing has been around and described not just in the in the Eastern record but in east west, and it's associated with some really far out stuff it's It's nothing to be afraid of. our resistance to it, our fear of it is great it really is but Kundalini in, in and of itself is it's like a hand, the hand of you know making a metaphor God doesn't have a hand, but it's like the the hand of God coming down and touching you and saying, child, stop, be still, let let me show you. And, and that's a metaphor that most people can relate to because most people have felt something, it seems, that was outside of them. It's far too freaky for us to go, wait a minute, you know what, this kundalini is just inside of me, it's what I am. It's not in my second chakra, in my sacrum, at the base of my spine. It's not a serpent. It's not a snake. Jeff, they're metaphors. This, this is just another metaphor. It's it's just not possible that kundalini exists as this entity that lie dormant, that can be awakened through specific postures, asanas, breathing, pranayama. It's not like that. These are
0: just, these are just old, old myths. You... You've blown the roof of my uh, head off several times uh, over the time that we've known each other. But one of the ones that stands out the most is when you wrote, when would that ever-present energy that is God, when would it move? Where would it move from? And where would it move to? (laughs) And that allowed me to totally change my focus. Because, for example, in you know uh, the Kundalini Yoga, you're you're waiting for uh, that energy to move inside of you. Mm-hmm. But when I heard that, well, it, it can't move. It's everywhere. Where would it move to? I said, Oh, well then, what does the moving? Because it's pretty obvious my body is moving. What if it's that my body is aligning? What if like a um, a magnet uh, with a piece of paper and iron filings and the magnet is suddenly brought uh, th- that it is not shielded from those iron filings and my body is actually aligning and my mind is actually aligning with what it really is. And then stuff falls away as opposed to me building it up and, cranking it up my spine.
1: Okay. So this is very interesting. And the way that it seems to be on on this planet is that everyone as an individual believes their thoughts. You know, these thoughts show up and we believe them. And, and our, or we believe our, our experience, And there's this really far out thing that can happen called kundalini, and the body will start to move, and it will move in a characteristic way. It's been described for thousands of years, going back to Eastern spiritual records well before Christ, you know, 1000 to 1400 BC. These traditions were oral, they were, you know, they, they were, wasn't a written tradition, so no one really knows how long this, this concept has been around, but suffice it to say for a long, long time. And we believe that This movement happens to us. The body is moving, and we believe that, oh, oh, I get it. The movement starts at this part of my body. It moves through this part of my body. It moves through the physical body. It moves in the energy field surrounding the body. But we relate it to the body and to our experience. Yeah, to me. And... Kundalini, I assure you, has nothing to do with the body. It has nothing to do with the chakras. It has nothing to do with the nadis. At the bodily level, does it involve the chakras and nadis? Of course. But what we've done with with Kundalini is we've relegated it to what our awareness of it is, and we've told Kundalini what it is based on our experience. and We've said, Oh, no, 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 it's got to move like this. No, 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 if it moves like that, it's wrong. If a person breathes this way, no, 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 that's wrong. And your hand, no, no, that's not right, but you've got to – we're trying to do something with our personality, with our body to appease it, to say, oh, if I move and I breathe and I don't eat this and I only – and I you know, stay away from these people who have bad juju, then maybe – you know the the gods of Kundalini will will look on me favorably and they'll allow my Kundalini to activate again. This is very old religion. Kundalini is a noun with a capital N and it has a name and its name is Self with a capital S. That term is used. It's it's all through Eastern spiritual records and it's and it's used in a Course in Miracles. This term, what it means is basically God. It's it's a synonym for God. A very wise Indian holy man named Ramana maharshi, who is was considered uh, Carl Young said of Ramana he was the most purely enlightened being since Jesus. Ramana was an incredibly uh, brilliant person who happened to be i mean just so so genuine, so gentle and Interestingly about Ramana, Ramana passed in 1950, so what he said was written down, and it hasn't been lost due to thousands of years of, of history and so forth. And what Ramana said about kundalini is that it's, it's a temporary moment of grace, of a, a glimpse of what you are. Ramana was fond of saying, to whom would enlightenment show itself? How could it move into a space? How could a space, your mind, you, how could you not already be that? How could you not be God? And following that, I say, how could Kundalini move from here to here? Kundalini is ever-present everywhere. It's the substratum on which we're based. It's its existence itself, and we are exerting an unspeakable large amount of resistance to the awareness of it we have just a tiny little fractional experience and the body moves and we go what was that that's (laughs) far out i didn't (laughs) do that
0: because (laughs) it's it's true i didn't Didn't do do that yeah
1: yeah and really kundalini it's it's so what's so graceful about it is it only shows you what you're ready to handle and a little bit beyond. Kundalini is just an experience of what you are when you stop being you, period. Again, it, it, it's nothing special. It's what you are. It's not to be revered. It's what you are. It's not to be developed. It can't. It doesn't live in the second chakra and go to the seventh. It's it's never a movement. What happens is that we develop an awareness of it. And through time, yeah. So Through time, go ahead. Just finish that thought. Through through time, we learn that it's safe, it's nothing to be afraid of, and it's not to be resisted, that it can be trusted. I'll tell you, I get spun, I'm stressed, I'm, you know, this is going on and that's going on, and I'm traveling here and I'm traveling there and, you know, missing a flight and I'm tired and I've got to teach a class and I'm this, you know, like everyone else, I still get stressed. And if I go, wait a minute, wait a minute, and just sit. The kundalini is always already there, and as soon as I stop being me so much, whatever, what, all the answers to everything I've ever been, ever been searching for, they're always already there. Kundalini just shows us. It's, it's a, it's a metaphor, if you will, for what we are. We want to make it this big, special, spiritual concept of me for, for the my... for the
0: chosen few who have done the right thing.
1: Yeah. yeah and then check it out right then um we'll go to India and we'll seek out this person because they're gonna smack me in the third eye with a feather or I'm gonna go on the internet and gaze eyes with this with this person and they're gonna unlock it in me crazy making very and and what that does is it takes us. And it depreciates the value of our own ability to do this on our own. You know, kundalini, like enlightenment, like any spiritual concept, these things, they're not contagious. You're not going to go and sit in the presence of some master, and they're going to bang you with a feather, a peacock feather, and you're going to have this epiphany. You've got to do the heavy lifting on your own. We think that kundalini is the heavy lifting. It's just a signpost that the heavy lifting is now available to do. And, you know, this work is internal. Kundalini is internal. It, you know, we're just speaking in metaphor. Of it lives in this chakra, and it's dormant, and it becomes uh, activated, and it moves up. You know, I, Jeff, I've had the experience, not once, not twice, hundreds, thousands of times. And I'll tell you,
0: it's ecstatic. But why doesn't it last? Because I get in the way. At least that's the way it looks to me. And I do in a moment. I can say, I'm gonna stay here, and fifteen seconds later, I'm not there anymore. Because I've gone on to something else.
1: And every person I've talked to, and this is my experience, because I started realizing when I'm facilitating emergence care, which is putting yourself into a very kundi active state, and you know, it's not not trying to make kundalini happen, it just happens. And I'll, and I'll be aware of I could rest in this place forever or when I'm receiving an emergency care session, especially after the session. And in every instance, when the the bliss, the ecstasy starts to fade, it's because I'm thinking. The eye is repatterning. They, there's an inverse relationship. It's very scary for us to say, I'm going to give this up. And to the extent that we can, we invite whatever Kundalini is, or whatever it harkens, we invite that in to lead our lives. And you know what we we can pay lip service to that and say, "Oh yeah, that's what I'm all about." But and, you know what i And to I do it twice person. a
0: week at seven o'clock uh, <laughs> at, at the yoga studio. But let's back up just a minute. So okay, so um, in that video, the woman is is on the she's on the table you're moving your hands around you got your eyes in a funny uh, position and (laughs) her body's moving what's going on there
1: okay so again with that video I was attempting to be so cool I didn't want to blow people's minds with this okay It, it looks like it's it's something that I'm doing to her. It's something that I am doing with her. I'm going to jump entirely out of Kundalini and go into a radically different subject. Emergence care is based entirely, and I mean entirely, on a concept from a book called *A Course in Miracles*, and this concept is called the Holy Instant. And I'm not going to go into this in great te- detail. The Holy Instant is oh, a we moment will. where we will, folks. Watch for this video soon. The Holy Instant coming up. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, when I read when I read about the Holy Instant, Emergence care just showed itself, and I went, "Oh, that's what that's that's it." Um, it's the Holy Instant is this concept of I, Stephen T. can subjugate my will to God's will, and I know this can sound a little far out, but the idea is that look, there's either me or it's God. I don't Stephen T. is never going to be aware of God. I'm a block to it. The personality doesn't love; it wants something. Says Byron Katie. My personality, when uh, when I can though, if I could curl it up into a tiny little ball, it it creates a space. My personality, like a like a you know, if you remember your chemistry days, there's a um, properties of a gas, and and the gas will fill up a confined space. Well, our personality does the same thing, and it fills up this confined space called the mind. And if I could contract my personality, this space of the mind would be filled with, if you will, God. And if I'm not blocking it, then it can, if you will, flow through my mind. That's not what happens. Any more than kundalini can flow or Mm -hmm. move. But what the personality blocks can be free to express itself or to extend, if you will. And... What's happening when, the, when a person's kundalini activates on the table because an emergency care facilitator is entering into the space, the emergency care practitioner is putting themselves into this place that I call, uh, that I don't call, that's described in A Course in Miracles as the holy instant, which is just stop. Don't do anything. This is not about you. All you can do is get in the way of God. Curl yourself into a ball. It will flow through and it will happen. And sometimes when that happens kundalini activates. It's just, if you will, it's a natural law of this universe. There's a, a fascinating line from A Course in Miracles, which I'm just going to, I can't, I'm can't. i not going to speak it verbatim, but it basically says, when you do what I'm instructing you to do, the laws of your universe will suspend, because they're not natural, and the laws of God will momentarily take over, and you're not following the laws of this universe but the laws you're healing will work, and it's just get out of the way. You don't know what healing is. Let something that does know what healing is, which, again, has a, a name. It's called self with a capital S or higher self. You call it spirit, Christ mind, Buddha mind. It, it, these are just metaphors. But that will flow through, and the way that that may be received by a client is through the body beginning to move or, as you said, align with that self, just like you, you made the uh, the cymatics um, metaphor of the iron filings on a metal plate or piece of paper that are being moved with sound or through a magnetic force. That's it. Kundalini is just a magnetic force. It's like higher self, and it, boom, it just aligns you to it, and what it is moves through you when we stop being us.
0: So, the Lord's Prayer, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Every spiritual tradition that I've read um, that speaks of, uh, there's a specific type of spirituality known as non-duality, non-dualism, and it says, this world is very much a dream. And I don't want to freak people out with that but this has been around for a long long time this is not a new idea that says the personality is dreaming itself and the dream just blocks what god's will is and god doesn't say hey by the way your dream is just a dream because god's saying you want to you want to have that that's your free will you can't create without me, by the way. I'm speaking in metaphor here. Sure. But thy will be done is is the basis of emergence care, that the practitioner is, for a moment, curling their will up into such a tiny little ball and pushing it away that God's will naturally expresses
0: itself. Well, every tradition talks about waking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Are we waking up to kundalini? Are we waking up to its, uh, to the possibilities of it and getting out of the way? You know,
1: I'm having this idea of like a, a, a type of coffee or, you know, a strongly <laughs> caffeinated tea that you have in the morning, like, you know, kundalini blend. You know, it's a special <laughs> blend of, you know. But we don't wake We want to wake up. In other words, we want to maintain our will we want to maintain our identity, and we want our identity to wake up to cosmic consciousness. It's it's cute. <laughs> it's, it's infantile. It's a place to start, much like a child believes the, that it really wants its toys and you know believes in Santa Claus. It's not right or wrong, but it's not getting very far because Jeff Hicks, Stephen Teagarden, no one on this planet is going to wake up and maintain their identity and be awake in their identity waking up means giving up the identity kundalini doesn't wake us up it's it's not this it's not an end all be all it's not it's not the means it's not the end again it's just a signpost it just says hey by the way if you're interested and you'd like to do some serious work focus your mind and clean up your mind pay attention to your life you're you're now at the point where you could do that but kundalini in and of itself doesn't do anything hmm. it's it's just not it's just not that way well, you know it's we we you know how many times i have watched emergence care facilitators facilitate emergence care sessions in which a client's kundalini activates or i'm facilitating a session a client's kundalini is active that you you know after a while you kind of basically see the the nadis running through the body, through the energy field surrounding the body. This has been described for a long, long time, thousands of years. You know, you can kinda of get a sense, you can feel the chakras and it's all happening and the person is having this experience, their 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 personality can it's, to a certain extent somewhat suspend for a little bit. Their their physical body in perpetuity can change. Their personality can begin to change. Uh, really going, you know, in, in some lasting, dramatic ways, uh, th- their whole outlook on life can, can change. But it's not Kundalini that's happened. Kundalini doesn't do the work. What's happening is the person's personality is slowly bit by bit being reabsorbed into this thing that i call self or god it's a, there's the the disappearance of the personality the personality is quite literally be, being reabsorbed the dream isn't being dreamed as much the dreamer of the dream is giving up its will and going wait a minute, whoa, there's a whole nother nother thing going on, but I have been so focused on my dream that I can't, how could I have known that, you know?
0: Well, let's, uh, (laughs) with that and focusing on the dream, is there any last thoughts that you'd like to talk about Kundalini and things that we Mm. need to know? Kundalini is free.
1: It's not dangerous. It's just what we are. Um, when a person's kundalini activates, especially for if someone has hasn't had the experience, it's it's euphoric. It's it's mm-hmm. it can help us say, "My God, I had no, I just had no idea that this was possible," and in that, it can open a doorway in a person to say, now wait a minute. If I didn't know that this was possible, and now I do, and I'm aware that it's changing or it's making possible change. It's you know making change possible that that I had no idea was possible. This can really compel a person to say, whoa, well, what would happen if I you know if I really put myself into this, if I really, if I really focused on this and didn't make this something that was secondary or or in third or fourth position in my life, but I started bringing this up into, you know, the forefront of my existence and saying, what if I put my energy on this? What if I really focused on this? That ultimately where I'm going is it's possible for us to really get a lot done in this lifetime. Kundalini doesn't do that, but it kind of well, there's, there was something I read in the Eastern account that said that it wasn't talking so much about kundalini, but another very close friend of kundalini called samadhi, that when a person enters into the very lowest level of samadhi, it can balance the mind's resentment to having to undergo the practice necessary to beget that state. And kundalini, because it begets this bliss, this seeming, this knowing of something that's beyond my what I typically know, uh, it can balance the mind's resentment. And it can say, wow, I really want to really go forward. I really want to see what else is possible. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do this. It can balance the mind's resentment and its fear towards it. So I'd leave
0: it at that. All right. Well, Dr. Stephen Garden, thank you so much. I've learned a lot. And uh, if we'd like to learn more about emergency care, we can go to emergencycare.com.
1: Jeff, you're welcome, and thanks for this. Um, Thanks, everybody, for watching.